Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Speaking of good, Claire Wynn Stanley is back in studio as we chat more about food and delicious flavors from Asia. I, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to assume as a seasoned traveler, Claire, um, yes. that you would very well be able to spend the entire 130 US dollars, 170 US dollars that the South African um, air stewards are looking for on your travel allowance, right? I mean, you could spend that in a heartbeat when you travel. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I mean, you know all the really great places to go and eat out too. Ooh, and it's, it's very easy to spend money when you're traveling as well. Uh-huh. Go there. Oh, people are saying that they really shouldn't be doing a comparison dollar to rand um, conversion because things simply are expensive when you're out. Absolutely. And um, let's go back to our topic tonight. Japan mm. is unbelievably expensive. It will hurt you when oh, you're no. there. Hurt you, but you, you still feel happy when you're eating it. <laughs> you do. You really do. So that's the great thing about Japanese food. You you cry when you pay the bill, but you cry when you eat the food too. Oh, wow. <laughs> so over the past few weeks, we've been delving into Asian cuisine and Claire having lived and worked in the area is such a, um, a mine of information when it comes to the flavors and the comparisons and the combinations uh, and hence why we're exploring Asia. Give me a brief overview of Japan when it comes to food. Okay, so I've never lived in Japan. I've traveled there and just fell in love with the place. The thing with Japanese food, it's it's an art form. Mm. The 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 way it's eaten, it's a ceremony, it's a gathering. It really is food centric, and what sets it apart from the rest of Asia, I think, really personally, I feel, is the mastery behind it. It's the perfectionism, the the years spent like just getting it so right, just unbelievably perfect, and. I think for any one eating there, any chef cooking there, it's like an OCD heaven. Oh, really? You know, everything's just so perfect and beautiful and art. Yeah, the only way I can describe it is an art form. Uh, in your travels there, did you get a chance to eat at both restaurants? Is there much street food culture? There, so th- there's very regional food, as we've sort of been discussing over the weeks, like the rest of Asia, lots of regional food. Certain regions have more street food, like Osaka. Osaka has literally one street that is just bulging with street food, and it's delicious. And the strangest and weirdest of things but delicious (laughs) and perfectly prepared no doubt as well Uh, so okay we've traveled and we've kind of gone okay this is hot this is ginger this is the the tongues and the and the palate can handle these sort of flavors in these particular areas across asia what what is typically found in japanese cuisine so the beautiful thing about japanese cuisine is that it's a lot lighter and a lot healthier than the rest of Asia. Okay. I mean, obviously, every Asian country has their light and healthy, but overall, you feel lighter and healthier when you're eating there. Interesting. And I think, I mean, I don't know the stats, but I, I think it's like the oldest, the people live the oldest in Japan, and I think that light and healthy has got to do with that longevity. Okay. Um, so you do just feel fresher when you're eating there. Um, and... You know, the thing with Japanese food is that it's not just sushi and tempura. I was about to say, I think a lot of people yeah. still go, okay, well, we're going to have some sushi, which is Japanese. What what other... There, I mean, there are some wacky names of things that I don't think anyone would know. Like, just off the top of my head, things like yakiniku. Okay. Um, I think everyone knows yakitori. 
ish mm-hmm. sukiyaki. Mm, yeah, no. Shabu shabu. Yeah, no. They all sound Onigiri. like they all sound like <laughs> characters from some more other um, cartoon. Precisely, Pokemon. yes. Pokemon is the word I was looking <laughs> exactly. for. Thank you. Like all those are specific dishes or cuisines and areas in and around Japan that all of us here in South Africa are like, what? Mm. What is that? Mm. It sounds so cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So different rice dishes, noodle dishes, yaki meaning grilled or sort of on a direct heat comes into the names of all those as you hear um, just amazing different things there's kaiseki which is from Kyoto which we went to and ate it it's sort of your multi-course meal what what the rest of the world would consider a sort of fine dining okay um, but it's it's masters that have been doing these dishes and these seasonal sort of ingredients for years and years and years and it is mind-blowing it's sort of five hours of eating tiny beautiful prepared yumminess morsels it's amazing amuse bouches for five hours by the sounds of things Uh, we chat more about Japanese cuisine and we find out what it is that Claire has created and brought into studio in just a bit hold on Claire when Stanley is in it's all about food Japan let's eat what have you brought tonight Claire so I decided to finish off on a sweet note with some matcha tea cakes okay talk to me about matcha tea So matcha is a green tea powder, but what's different between matcha and green tea is that green tea, you're infusing the leaves into the water. Matcha, you're eating the leaves. So it's the leaves actually pound up into a tiny, tiny fine powder that then gets... I mean, it doesn't dissolve, but it sort of gets mixed into your your milk, your water, whatever it is. So you're actually eating the green leaves. But it's a very, very specific type of green tea that's grown in a very specific type of way. And it's a sort of a lot more of a higher grade green tea. Okay. And we'd spoken earlier about the fact that the Japanese cuisine seems to be very health driven. I've heard that there are quite some health benefits from matcha as well. Am I correct? So matcha has got all sorts of amazing things. I'm not a nutritionist, so I can't dig into everything. But it is said to have weight loss um, potential um, drinking lots of green tea I think in general has that sort of metabolizing or foster metabolism sort of impact um, and then just goodness I guess in the in the leaves well if I you can make it into rest. a cake I think that's all the more goodness yeah, really that's kind of the cool thing about like green tea and a lot of Asian ingredients that it can go sweet or savory and that is delicious uh, you said there were only four ingredients involved and if you if I want to go there it's the uh, probably the best fat-free cake you're ever gonna get it's literally egg flour honey egg flour Honey and sugar. I think Devin just decided he's going to eat it when you said that's fat. I know. I got a bit distracted there. Yeah. I was like, "What's <laughs> happening?" The, ca- the cakey the looking one, cake. not the jelly looking one. <laughs> yes. yes, of course there are carbs, but only a tiny Sorry. bit. So there's a lot of egg, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of flour, and a little bit of honey. It's really all it's about the egg. egg. Yeah. So you're getting the egg in beautiful, voluptuous sort of <laughs> volume, and then you're going to fold the other ingredients in there, and it just sort of sits as a light, fine textured sponge. It's, it's a little, delicious. It really is. It's 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 something that as a South African you want to like put lots of frosting on, put something creamy with it, but it's actually just eaten quite simply as a sponge in Japan. And it it, it really is. It doesn't. Delicious. I mean, looks wise, it's not 
the most elegant looking yeah. cake. So yeah. I can understand why we'd want to dress it up. And but taste wise, it's up there. It's uh, really good. And I think we do. We look at a lot of cakes and we go, well, it needs a frosting, or it needs some cream, or it needs something a drizzle, extra a color of something. But that really, and like yes. you quite really say, in fact, looking at it, I thought they were rusks. Me too. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of look a bit rusky, but it's anything but. Uh, no, it's anything but. No. So and also the crazy thing or sort of interesting thing when it comes out the oven, you don't want to let it just sit out and cool because mm. it dries. Okay. okay. Because there isn't lots of fat sort of holding it together yeah, and keeping it all moist, moist and delicious. Yeah, yeah. So you actually just wrap it up in plastic wrap or put it in a bag and throw it in the fridge and let it just cool in the fridge. Hmm. Almost like steaming a little bit in yeah. the bag. So yeah. keeping that moisture locked in. Right. So it's it's a very interesting and and simple. Like things with the thing with Japanese food as well is that it's simple. It's it's beautiful and it's just art like I yeah. said it, there's not there's not a lot of fuss to it like let's take for instance like sushi you've got rice and a piece of fish yes and it's just the person and the master and the skill it's and the it's true. and technique it's true yeah yeah, yeah and, and years of perfecting that skill mm. exactly. the other dish you've brought looks for me almost like um, Turkish delight it's got that sort of pink spongy look to it so also in the theme of matcha it's a matcha mochi oh okay. uh, the there. I don't know. Um, so mochi is a, a rice cake so you use a very glutinous rice flour to make it. Mm-hmm. It's chewy. It's a little bit sort of gooey. And yeah, the yeah, way like to sort describe of it is, or yeah, it's almost like the, that same texture, like biting into sago balls. Mm-hmm. It's a weird texture for South Africans, um, but it's very popular in Japan. It's a sweet thing that's typically wrapped or filled with something like a, a bean paste or a matcha paste or ice cream. Mm. So what I've done is filled it with a matcha paste, threw a little raspberry in there, and it's sweet heaven. It's awesome. Uh, mm. If anybody's looking for any of these recipes, I'm sure they can Google them and find them. Yes. Otherwise, um, pay Claire some close attention and send her a message and she can DM you or something like that. She can make <laughs> some of these things at home. Uh, if you've missed any of this conversation or the past few weeks, in fact, as we've delved into Asian cuisine, everything is online. Goodhopefm.co.za. Uh, check out the podcast. And if you're interested in more of what Claire prepares, good looking and cooking, right? Yes, indeed. Goodlookingcooking.com. But for good videos, go to the YouTube channel mm, as always Claire Winston it's lovely to catch up with you hey yo check it out good hope fm good hope fm.co.za now